Hey guys, this is Guillermo, and today we've got a podcast for you. It's been a little bit, um, but today I wanted to talk about what I have been up to. We've been doing some kind of fun stuff lately. I've been continuing my working out journey, as I had talked about way previously. Um, the last time I talked about this, I was kind of being a little flimsy about my working out, or at least previously I had been, but since then, it's been, I don't know, like two months since I, I've been doing exercising and all that stuff, and I've seen some great great results my body has physically changed my you know i look way better and i am so happy i i got on this working out journey that kind of started as a new year's resolution and i actually kind of stuck to it after after like three months i finally stuck to it and yeah that's been awesome i've been having a lot of fun working out you know every day um one hour a day right after work so i wake up at like 4 50 a.m work until like 2 30 and then i head to the gym and I'm done around 3.30, and then I head home, eat, watch some stuff, eat, and <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much my day, Monday through Friday, it's, no, it's not bad, uh, yeah, I've been enjoying that, but that's that's a little smart, little update on that, I had talked about that way earlier, um, I know I, I said I was going to update you guys on the workout progress, and yeah, so far so good, very happy with it, I'm, I'm curious to see what June has in store for me in July as I keep on doing this. Anyway, next thing I want to talk about is I've actually been starting to read the Berserk manga. So I'm pretty sure everybody that watches this knows what Berserk is, but Berserk basically a dark fantasy manga about this main character named Guts and all the horrors that he witnesses, basically. And I've I've got the, I think they're pretty new, but these giant omnibus, which includes volumes 1 through 3 in a hardcover format, and the outside is black, and the book is big. Like, not only in size, because it covers three volumes, but also just in how tall it is, which I, I liked. I didn't want to get um, a regular manga-sized book, because the art in Berserk I had heard is really, really great and amazing. And, you know, the bigger I could get that book, then the better it would be for me. And, you know, I'd be able to look at the pictures a lot more. And so far, it's been, it's been yeah, really good. It, the manga is as brutal as I expected it to be. It's super edgy super edgy it, it's kind of funny um looking at it now but it was released in the 80s so maybe it wasn't as edgy back then but i've still been able to have fun with it even with all all of that um guts is an interesting character so far i mean i'm only at the second volume so he hasn't been developed that much he's kind of just a guy who's angry at everybody and kills things and yeah so haven't really dived too deep into him as a character right now he's kind of uh, simple but i'm sure that that'll be developed over the the course of the books also i mean the book has been running since the 80s um so it's been going on for like 30 years i know that it, uh, it technically didn't finish due to the death of the creator but from what i had heard it finished off at a good point um he got to a good point it might not have been the end but a lot of people said it, it felt satisfying to get to where the book got so that's why i decided to start reading it um and yeah i've been it's been interesting the art's been super cool I, I i see some of the and i'm sure i see more of, of, of the way that dark souls demon souls you know the souls franchise as a whole um took inspiration from it i've seen panels and and um comparisons just on youtube about it and yeah some of the monsters some of the enemies are just straight ripped off from from berserk so it's kind of funny to see that but yeah i'm interested to see the m more links that i that I see between those two games, that'll that'll be a lot of fun. So yeah, I've been just wanted to update you guys on the Berserk manga that I've just started reading, and 
deal. Those books are expensive. They're like thirty nine bucks per per vo per book basically. And I, I think there's like I don't know how many volumes of preserves there is. Maybe like fifty. Um, and if each hardcover comes with three, and they're thirty nine bucks each, you know it's like hundreds of dollars for the whole thing. So that's that's a little unfortunate. I'm gonna take it slow in that. Maybe I'll get a book a month. Um, just to, you know, not spend hundreds of dollars at one go, but I hope to complete the whole collection and that, you know, no, that would be fun. I think it's definitely, if there's a collection of books that I think is worth getting, I, Berserk might be it, other than, uh, you know, I've been really hunting for the manga for Freezing. If, I don't know how many people know about Freezing, I don't think it was very popular, um, but it's basically about, it's your classic early 2010s book or plot where it's guy gets transferred to an, basically a girl's, not an all-girls, I guess it's a school uh, combat anime where aliens have invaded, these really weird aliens called Nova have invaded, and they actually look kind of creepy. And they are basically decimating humanity, destroying everything, you know, they're unkillable. And the only way people have to defend themselves is obviously high school kids uh, through these being, these girls known as Pandoras who have been infused with these powers and they are able to stand up to the Novas, kind of. I mean, they, they, they also get destroyed. This isn't a very positive manga. It's actually kind of depressing because so many of them die all the time um, just because of how strong the enemy is, which is it, which I found really interesting. Normally with these kind of um, anime, kids are able to just beat back the monster, the enemies really easily, and, you know, not in this one. This one is really violent, really gory, and kind of depressing, and that's also got a lot of, it's got so much sexual stuff too, which is, which that's the reason why I started watching it when I was a lot younger. But over time, I kind of just got interested on everything else just besides the sex. Because uh, I mean, obviously, uh, I'm fine seeing all that nudity. No, of course I enjoyed that, but um, I actually ended up being more interested in the story itself. That's why I'm wanting to get all the manga. I have the, the freezing manga didn't even get finished. Is the annoying part the the creator put it on hiatus back in like 2019 and hasn't come back since and who knows if they'll actually ever finish it and that's kind of been the only reason i haven't completely collected the freezing manga the other reason being that it was only published one it was only printed once so certain volumes in the series um specifically volume 15 and 16 are worth like 300 dollars 400 dollars um just for that omnibus so that's super super annoying um it makes it kind of collecting the whole thing a little hard which is why I, you know i haven't obviously the price of that's a little insane to get for one manga book so so that's why i haven't gotten it but also because if it isn't complete and it never will be completed that kind of i don't know that makes it hard for me to justify spending that much money for something that'll never be completed um yeah even though i probably wouldn't ever spend 400 dollars on one manga but on an investment return, some of the ones that I've gotten for like 20 bucks are now worth, worth like 200 100 or $100 or $90. So I don't know. And return on investments, yeah, I've made quite a decent amount of money on the freezing mangas that I already have right now. But yeah, I don't really care about the investment things. I, I'd, I'd like to get, if the story had finished, I would have liked to have gotten all the manga for freezing and just kept it. Because um, I actually quite enjoyed the, I really enjoyed the anime and I loved the intro to it, but... I don't know. I'm still thinking about if I want to buy any of the other ones because maybe I won't buy the most expensive ones, but I could buy the other other volumes that aren't as insanely expensive and keep those. 
and just read the ones that I didn't buy online. I don't know, that's the best way of doing it, but it's kind of annoying to have certain books missing in a collection. But I know, that's that's kind of the way it goes. I don't know, that's what I've been thinking about recently with manga. Um, freezing. Yeah, very old one that most people probably don't don't really know about, but or maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know how popular that show got. It got two seasons, which is, you know, surprising for an anime. So I mean, maybe, maybe it was somewhat popular. Who knows? Um, I actually found out that the creator of Freezing also made Kurokami, Black God is what it's called. And I actually watched that way back in my early anime watching experience. It was, I, it, it's been so long since I watched that show that I literally don't remember anything about it. I remember it was like decently enjoyable. What surprised me is that Kurokami, I mean, it was, it was darker in tone, I think, but it also had no nudity, no sex. It was like a very, it was a standard anime. And I actually have the first, um, first DVD or Blu-ray of the first season. But as I was saying, I was, I was kind of surprised because, yeah, freezing is completely different in tone and not, maybe not in tone, but like in content and how gory it is, how bloody, how sexual it is compared to Kurakami, which is why I was like, oh, it's the same guy. Interesting. Um, never would have figured. But yeah, I recently figured, found that out when I was browsing Wikipedia. I was like, cool, I guess there's a link between these two. Um, didn't realize it. But that's, that's kind of all I have to say about the manga I've been reading recently. I've been playing a lot of video games, too. Uh, last last solo cast, I kind of talked about how I wanted to do this, what I've been playing um, kind of thing, kind of series maybe not series segment there we go i've been wanting to do this segment about what i've been playing and this week what i have been playing is the guardians of the galaxy video game i actually got this i think for yeah it was for christmas for my ps5 because i've been wanting i know i could have gotten another pc but i got a ps5 um earlier in the year so actually last year and I needed some games for it, and this was like, ah, this seems like a cool game to have on the PS5 instead of my PC. I don't know, I don't know why, but I decided I wanted it on the PS5, not the PC, because I didn't really care about the graphics. And sometimes I just want to play these these kind of games on the big TV. So I asked for it for Christmas, and I got it. And it has been a while since I got it, and I finally played it. And I gotta say, I was actually surprised how much I enjoyed it. You know, when I saw the, I I don't even know why I kind of. I asked for it because I had heard that it was like a fun or a good game, but I didn't really know too much about it. I remember watching the E3 trailer and kind of rolling my eyes because I thought the, the jokes that they showed in the trailer were kind of cheesy and kind of honestly kind of dumb. I was like, oh, I wasn't laughing at any of the jokes in the trailer and I felt like, yeah, I did not feel like it was going to be very good. I felt like it was going to be kind of dumb. And, and even... Even through that, I still ended up asking for it for Christmas, which is funny. And I got it, booted it up, and started playing it. And honestly, I thought the jokes were incredible. I, I really, I had I had a great time with the the game. The gameplay in the game isn't the best aspect of it. I think that's the weakest part. You, it's basically a third-person shooter. You play as Star Lord, and you command the other Guardians of the Galaxy's build to do something. So they're fighting alongside you. And then if you target an enemy, let's say you hold all, you target an enemy, and then you have your triangle, circle, X, and square buttons are each tied to a character, basically, that you can command to do something, and then you click one of the buttons, and then you can choose which ability that character is going to use. So they have up to three abilities, I believe. So 
So you have to kind of memorize quite a, bu a bunch of buttons. You have to memorize the four buttons that are tied to what character you're choosing. And then you have to memorize which abilities those characters have that are also tied to those same buttons. So yeah, a lot of memorization. Then you could have some really fun combos with it. Um, because you can cast like, let's say you have Groot, the big bush guy. Groot, big bush, big tree guy, Groot. Like hold on a bunch of enemies and then you could have Drax throw those enemies up into the air and then you could have Gamora slash all those enemies while they're in the air and then finish up with Rocket throwing like a Rocket Raccoon throwing a grenade that explodes them. So you can do kind of fun combos like that and it's a lot of fun to unleash all your abilities at once and they yeah, they also have like ultimates that you can use and all that kind of stuff while also managing Star-Lord himself. So it can get a little hectic and be a little crazy and yeah, the, the gameplay was not the best part because while well, those those things were fun and honestly it stayed really 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 simple and i don't know it was it was simple enough that i still i still it wasn't so simple that i was like brain dead but it wasn't complicated enough for my liking but what was really really good about the game was just the amount of dialogue that they had in between the caters i mean the caters were just constantly talking non-stop and i know for some people that could be annoying but in this case i mean that's why i got the game i think one of the best parts about the guardians of the galaxy's movies were just the characters themselves and how they interact with each other they were constantly talking joking all that kind of stuff and that's really the best aspect of this game is just you know i personally never wanted them to shut up because i was like keep talking because there's you guys are funny you guys have interesting things to say i don't know they were always joking around and it just felt like you were part of the team which i really really liked i i don't know it didn't feel like i was playing with i mean during the actual gameplay it did feel like i was playing with ai because the ai was kind of dumb and it would get stuck sometimes and all that kind of stuff but during just the walking around exploration segments it really did feel like you were part of a team and it felt like these characters were alive just because they <laughs> i don't know just because of who what they were i think the only problem is that there was so much dialogue that at some points like let's say you're walking and your characters, the characters start talking with you, with each other, but then you walk a little too forward and they're supposed to do another mandatory line, so they cut off what they were saying before, and then you they don't come back to what they were saying before, and you're like, God damn it! Now I just missed like like I was just supposed to stand there while they have this whole conversation for like a minute, and then I could walk forward. But it's like, how do I know I'm supposed to do that? I'm not gonna just stand around waiting for the conversation to finish so that I can go forward so another conversation can happen. But I'm also annoyed that I missed the conversation because I walked forward. So that happened constantly in the game. There's there's like there's just so much dialogue that they cut each other off all the time, which I don't know, that was that was a little annoying. I was like, Oh, just finish what you were saying. You were saying something interesting. Now I now I I'm not gonna replay the whole game just to hear what the dialogue that I missed was. But yeah, that that kind of happened all the time, which was a little frustrating, but I guess it wasn't the worst thing. The only other thing is this game has I would say pretty much no replayability. You can, throughout the game, you have like these scenes where you can have dialogue trees and choose what you want to say to, you know, everybody knows what dialogue trees are. Um, and I think they, they technically have some like, some effects on the story, like slight effects. I think since I didn't replay it, I don't know how effect, how much they affected the story. I think at the end, you're still going to have the same ending. It's just, you're going to get there a different way if you choose different dialogue options but that's not really much replayability so once you beat the game once you basically like unless you want to go on a harder difficulty there's really no other reason to play the game and for 60 bucks that would have been kind of 
I don't know, disappointed gameplay because a game that like whose gameplay is average, whose story and characters are, you know, perfect, excellent for me, that's still not worth sixty bucks if it's only worth playing one time. You know, I played, I paid sixty bucks for Elden Ring. I beat that in a hundred and twenty hours. I let's say I bought um, Guardians of the Galaxy new. I probably would have gotten ten hours out of it for sixty bucks. It's just not. I know they're not the same games, and you know probably shouldn't compare them, but money is money and then that way you do have to compare them 60 bucks for something that gives you 120 hours or 60 bucks for something that gives you 10 hours obviously i'm going to stick with the 120 that's why i always buy souls games for full price but i never buy any other games for uh for full price i always wait for sales and in this case since it was a present i didn't feel any bad about um only getting 10 hours of it i was able to enjoy it fully but yeah as a full price game i definitely would not have gotten i think it's a good game and i and I doubt they're ever gonna make another Guardians of the Galaxy game, just because I heard that it didn't sell. Well, it didn't sell very well, just because of the Marvel's Avengers game, which is disappointing because I know this game got hurt because another game was shitty. <laughs> but that's just the way it is, and yeah, it doesn't seem like they'll probably ever make another Guardians of the Galaxy video game, which is that's unfortunate. But I don't know. It told its story. It was able to wrap it up. And it. I guess it, it it could have a sequel. I mean, all games could. I mean, all superhero games can have sequels since there's a million different comic books but i don't know it ended and i was happy with it now it made me more excited to want to watch the the guardians of the galaxy movie even though I've, these aren't they don't live these characters don't live in the same universe i don't know it's still i'm excited to watch the movie the guardians of the galaxy volume 3 and the new thor movie because i think they are involved in it i don't know how much they how much involved they are but yeah they're gonna be there so that is gonna be interesting but that kind of that's a little wrap of what I've been playing this week. I've actually started coming back to Riders Republic. I don't know if I talked about that game. But, oh, I also got sick. We could talk about that. But uh, Riders of the Riders Republic is a game published by Ubisoft. And it's basically, I don't know how big it got. I don't know if many people played it or even saw it. But it's a game where you play extreme sports in this open world. So you have this giant open world that you can bike around in. A fly with a jetpack, snowboard, ski. Um, what else can you do? Drive a snowmobile. I think that's everything. Wing, wingsuit, glide, and I motorbike. I think there's a there's an electric bike or something. You can do all that stuff through the open world, and they each have their own races. Also, on the bikes, you have like a speed, like a downhill speed bike, a street bike, a trick bike. So it's not just not just one kind of bike, it's multiple kinds of bikes. And the game is also a games as a service, which is it's actually totally fine because it's a sports like a like a sports um a sports game, I guess you could call it uh, extreme sports. So I, I don't really need a storyline for an extreme, you know, I don't need a biking storyline. It's it's fine. This is actually a game that I'm totally fine with in games as a service because <coughs> Oh, sorry. Um because I don't need a storyline for this kind of game. I just want to pl get in, play, get new content all the time, new races, new areas to play in, and <coughs> ah, there you go. And new ways to customize my character. And games as service is a perfect way of doing that. So actually, this might be a games as service game that I actually don't mind. <laughs> Most of the time, I'm like, fuck, I don't want that in my game. But in this case, it's fine. It doesn't actually detract from the game. You you um you can get a lot of cool costumes a lot of cool clothing for this game it, it's unfortunate that the best best stuff 
has to be paid for. And I already, I mean, I paid 60 bucks for the game. Oh no, and this one was also a Christmas present, but I paid, I think it would have been 39 or 60 bucks when I, when they got the game for me. Um, so it kind of sucks that there's still microtransactions inside of it. And I never liked that. And there's some costumes, the best looking costumes you can't even buy with in-game currency, which is a little disappointing. Um, you can buy a lot of costumes with in-game currency, but not the best ones. And yeah, that's kind of annoying, but the actual gameplay itself isn't really uh, affected by those microtransactions you can still have they have a bunch of races that you can play and like i said you have so many different kinds of races that you can have it's so fun to just go around and ride a speed bike throughout the open world it's so fun to just fly around i don't know it's it just and you're also like constantly surrounded by players playing online although they don't have besides just having players playing online there's some like multiplayer game modes but there's not enough there's not that much interaction between players um which some people might like some people might not uh, but it isn't always online game so yeah, that's kind of, it's weird that it's always online, but there isn't the most interaction with the online community. That's, that's interesting. I, I don't know. I thought Riders Republic is, I was pretty excited from it when I heard it because I was like, oh, cool, extreme sports. Um, you know, a game about that, there's not that many of those. I, I liked, honestly, I, I don't know how many people do, but I, I liked Cars 2. No, Cars that's the that's the Pixar movie. The Crew, The Crew 2, um, also made by or published by Ubisoft. So I was kind of expecting a Cars 2 experience because this game, so Cars 2, I keep saying Cars 2, The Crew 2, The Crew 2 is basically, it, it. it's an open world game that you could drive throughout the entire US, it's kind of like a miniaturized version of the US, but you can drive around the entire, entirety of the US, and Riders Republic kind of does that, where it takes the largest outdoor national national parks in the United States and then condenses them into like one giant world. So you can just drive around like the Grand Canyon or um, I'm, I'm blanking on like all national parks. But yeah, you can just drive around national parks. And so I, I kind of expected to be like the crew, a version of that. But instead of cars, you have bikes and snowboards and all that kind of stuff. And it is basically that. And I was actually, since I enjoyed the crew too, up until they added a battle pass system. Um, yeah, I was pretty happy with, with the... Um, with Riders Republic, I haven't played it too much. I I played it like a couple days when I first got it, and it's been months since I played it since then. And now I'm playing it again, and I'm having a lot of fun. It's definitely one of those games where you can pop in, play. It's that it's not a kind of game where I feel like I could sit down and play for hours. I play like thirty, forty, maybe two hours at most of it, and then maybe once or twice a week, and then I come back to it another couple weeks later, and then I play it again. And it's like a kind of game that I'll I'll probably constantly play. It's just that I won't play, like, I won't sick a bunch of hours into it, not like some of the other video games that I've been having. I don't know. I have a section of games where it's, like, games that are, like, never-ending games, like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, Riders Republic, um, Crash Nitro Card. Those games are, like, basically games that you'll never, that there's technically no ending to them. And then, then there's games that I have a section for that are games that are definitely ending that's, like, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Persona 5, you know, games that you can technically finish and be done with. So, yeah, Riders Republic's in my section of games that never end, and, yeah, it's definitely a game that I'll pop in every once in a while, have some fun, and then move on. It's, it's, it's like, an interesting kind of game to recommend. I don't know if... It's, it's not easy to recommend, because I don't think everybody... I don't know if you like extreme sports, I definitely do recommend it, Um, but it, I don't think it's the kind of game you're going to sink 
like 10, 30, 40 hours in one go. It's like it's the kind of game you're going to play for five hours one week and then, I don't know, maybe come back another couple of weeks, put another five or six hours in, then come back. And that's how you're going to play this game. And I think sometimes it's good to have those, for me at least, it's good to have those games that, you know, I finished a long-ass game. Like, let's say, um, I haven't beat it or played it yet, but like, so let's say I played Persona 5. I know that game's like 90 hours. Then I don't want to jump into another single-player game, so I, I can pop in Riders Republic as like a little nice break, play for a little bit, and you're like, okay, ready for the next single-player 90-hour RPG game. <laughs> and yeah, that's kind of what Riders Republic is kind of, Seems like it's going to turn for me. It's that nice little break to have. I don't know, it sounds kind of ridiculous to say. I need a break from playing video games. But <laughs> if you play video games, you kind of know what I mean. It's not exactly a break, but you do need like a, like a nice little palate cleanser from a long journey in one video game, you know. I, I, after I beat Elden Ring, I, I just played really, really light games, which is why I played Guardians of the Galaxy, because I was like a, a nice little light, linear, completely different from Elden Ring kind of game. And I was like, yeah, this is exactly what I need after that long as game time that I did yeah so that's that kind of covers what I've been doing for the last couple of days or weeks since I last uploaded a solo cast we are excited Em and I are excited to do another we've got two good stuff coming in um in we'll talk more about it in the next podcast but yeah we're excited to bring you guys more podcasts of us together we have been We've got a better schedule now when we can meet, so I think we're gonna be a lot better about uploading podcasts now. We finally, we finally have a schedule that works for us. So that's that's good. That's exciting. Um, but yeah, that kind of ends today's solo cast. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed what I, the ramblings that I had done. Um, I hope I don't talk too fast. I feel like I talk kind of fast. I think I've said that before. I don't know. I always forget to slow down. Maybe I should just slow down, or something. Anyway. Thanks for listening to me talk for like 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And look forward, we're going to be uploading, um, yeah, a combined, a regular podcast next week. And as I have said earlier, we are probably going to be uploading, instead of the Wednesdays where we used to, this is probably going to be more of a Saturday-Sunday podcast now, just because that's, that's kind of how our schedule works nowadays. You know, we used to be able to meet earlier in the week and record one and have one up for Wednesday, but now, now it just doesn't really work that way. So, yeah. Um, we're going to see how that kind of affects things. If if we see a huge negative um, thing to our listenership, then maybe we'll hold off, we'll record something on Friday and hold off onto it until Wednesday instead. But yeah, we'd, we it's kind of more fun to just record the podcast, edit it quickly, and then put it up as soon as we can because sometimes we talk about relevant topics, um, like some of the ones that we're about to do, more current topics, I mean, not relevant, current topics, and it's just better to upload them the sooner the better so that we don't sound, you know, way out of date than it is to wait, you know, like five, six days, and then the topic we talked about is not as new or interesting. So, yeah, that's kind of what we've been doing that. So that ends this podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it, and I will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.